Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for the latest article on Pastor Resources. My church, Pepperell Christian Fellowship, is a non-denominational church on Main Street in the town of Pepperell, Massachusetts, an hour northwest of Boston and just minutes away from the New Hampshire border. You've probably never heard of Pepperell. It's not a place people travel to so much as one they travel through. It's a former mill town of 12,000 people with a rural vibe. There's an abundance of horse farms, numerous fruit and vegetable stands, excellent fly fishing, and no stoplights. Each year in the 4th of July parade, a fleet of gleaming refurbished tractors chug up Main Street. One summer, not long ago, a moose ambled through the town. That was admittedly unusual. When I step outside my front door at night, it's dark and quiet. I can see the stars. Few cars drive past. Once, on my way back across the street from our mailbox late at night, I laid down in the middle of the road just to see what it would feel like. The truth is that before coming to Pepperell, I wasn't trying to get to a small town. I hadn't experienced a dramatic change in my understanding of ministry. I hadn't suddenly felt a pressing burden for small places. On the contrary, it was God's clear, unexpected call to one particular small town church that has slowly, sometimes painfully, led to a change in my understanding of ministry and place and to a passion for seeing small places reached for the gospel. A decade in Pepperell has led me to rethink, refeel, and reimagine some things. It has caused me to re-examine my Bible, seeking the root to my views, feelings, and aspirations in the gospel rather than what I have absorbed from popular culture. It's forced me to reckon with personal pride, and ambition, as well as my long-time acceptance of some questionable understandings of city and country. I've also realized that in going from big to small, I've been swimming against not just the current of my own aspirations, but that of evangelism, which seems to be increasingly prioritizing city ministries. In the past several decades, evangelicals have responded to the massive needs of opportunities created by a major shift of worldwide populations into urban areas. In the 1970s, the Southwestern Baptist Convention focused more intently on planting urban and ethnic churches and saw a major increase in the number of those churches, from 1,000 congregations among ethnic groups in 1970 to 2,074 in 1980. Throughout the 1980s, the Louisiana Committee on World Evangelism sponsored numerous consultations in urban centers around the world. In 1989, Tim Keller moved to Manhattan to replant Redeemer Presbyterian Church, which grew rapidly and launched Redeemer City to City, a church planning ministry that aims to start gospel movements in cities. More recently, the North American Mission Board of the Southern Baptist Convention has prioritized urban church planning through its strategy of focusing on 32 sin cities, cities with the greatest spiritual need and potential influence throughout North America. This is just a small sampling of the increasingly urban ministry focus. Observers have noticed a massive shift from suburban planting to urban planting in recent years. One writer notes that since the 1990s, evangelicals have increasingly focused on strategic church planning in elite centers of cultural impact, and that emerging evangelicals has a decidedly urban focus and feel. An urban church planter says everyone's planting in the heart of the city. Well, not me. My life has gone in a different direction, and ministry in a small town has stirred up deep desires within me. I want to know how to best reach the small place where God has sent me. I want to better understand its unique opportunities and be more equipped to do something about its unique challenges. I want to care more about the place and its people than I already do. Small town ministry, like ministry anywhere, it's hard. Over the past decade, I have agonized with hurting people, 
puzzled how to help struggling people, felt anxiety over angry people. So I want to know what I'm doing counts. I want to know deep in my bones that it's not a waste for me to minister on the periphery of the small, unknown town rather than in the center of things in a great city. I want to understand the evangelical prioritizing of the city and how my small town ministry fits in. Is it true that the Apostle Paul and other early Christian missionaries focused exclusively on the city ministry, entirely avoiding the countryside? If so, did they do so for strategic reasons? Believing that if the gospel captured the influential cities, it would eventually spread to the surrounding small towns and countrysides? If so, is this strategy of establishing urban beachheads also the most effective method for our own day and our culture? Does the Bible teach that the world began in a garden, Eden, and will end up in the city, the New Jerusalem? And if so, is the end-time urban future a reason for me to devote my life to city ministry in the present? Though I've heard and read people I deeply respect making all these points as part of their case for prioritizing city ministry in our day, I've never seen a careful, probing assessment of these claims. I hope that that will be one contribution of this book. My deep desire to understand and appreciate the importance of small place ministry God has called me to and has led me to seek out other small place ministers in order to learn from their experiences. Over the past several years, I have been challenged and inspired by small town and rural pastors and Christian workers from the coal fields of West Virginia to the plains of Wyoming, and from the Valley of Wales to the countryside of Ireland and the villages of northern Uganda. I've corresponded and prayed and worshipped and partnered with churches and pastors who are changing their small communities in North Carolina, Georgia, Texas, and even Pennsylvania. Closer to home, a couple of friends and I have launched Small Town Summits, an initiative that seeks to resource and encourage those who minister in the small places of our region. As we've gathered into small town lay people, ministry, leaders, and pastors from all over New England, we've learned of the struggles faced by those who pour their lives into tiny places. We've also been amazed by the choice servants God has called to largely forgotten and spiritually hardened villages and hamlets. While I've learned a lot, it turns out my experience in small town ministry hasn't so much resulted in discovery of things I didn't know as in the rediscovery of things I once knew. I've came to see a fresh and a beauty and a brokenness of small places, the one in which I now live as well as others around the world and throughout history. I've slowly came to the view of these places through a biblical lens with a gospel-centered theology vision. More like God sees them, I long to communicate this vision in my book. This article was taken from A Big Gospel in Small Places, written by Stephen Whitmore, copyright 2019 by Stephen Whitmore, published by InterVarsity Press. Downers Grove, Illinois. We thank you for joining us today for the reading of our latest article. You can find these articles written at pastorresources.com.